you know, everyone's going to die at some point, you know, and that's, we just don't know when or how, but, um, but everyone has kind of taken the position, well, hey, you know, I'm invincible, not me today, you know, and I don't have to really worry about this now, whereas, you know, COVID has put on our front doorstep the possibility that, yes, you can come down with a, a, a fatal illness really easily, and unfortunately, it's happening to more and more people that we actually know, and so, so now, you know, it's really important to plan for things. And, you know, especially if you're in a situation where you or somebody you love, somebody in your family maybe has a terminal condition or a chronic condition. So not just a terminal condition, somebody that is disabled, somebody maybe that has cancer. Um, and, of course, many cancers now are treatable if they are uh, diagnosed early and treated and, and whatnot. But nevertheless, cancer is cancer, and sometimes, uh, you know, it, it acts differently. So it's important that in the estate plan that we factor in all these things. And, you know, there's also the, what you can't foresee. You know, it could be a car accident. It could be a mm -hmm. stroke, anything. Really, it, yeah, those kind of things. And it's so really it's sort of kind of um, hammering the point home that it's a good idea to have these things, these documents in place for the just-in-case. Because so, if you, you know, get sick or you're in a car accident and you're unconscious, we can't make you sign things because or have you sign things because you know, you're unconscious. And then it's it's a lot more difficult mm -hmm. when you've reached that too late point. So when we come back, let's talk about what some of those documents uh, would look like for the average person putting something together to make sure that they do have affairs in order. We are focusing this Wednesday morning on Elder Law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be back with more. You're listening to the Great Voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. The best. You guys are the greatest. The stations of WSBB. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. During testimony yesterday before the Senate Commerce Committee, Facebook whistleblower Frances Halgen told Rick Scott she favors raising the age limit for using social media. First off, do you think there should be um, greater consideration for age when it comes to using any social media? I strongly encourage raising age limits to 16 or 18 years old based on uh, looking at the data around um, problematic use or addiction on the platform. Saying Facebook makes about $40 billion a year, Halgen also claims the social media giant puts profit over public safety and pointed to children's self-regulation issues. You think Facebook and other social media platforms ought to be able to be required to report any harmful effects they have on young people? I strongly support the idea that Facebook should have a year, maybe 18 months, to have private research. They shouldn't be allowed to keep secrets when people's lives are on the line. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This 2020 Volusia County News update is brought to you by Civitas Upscale Senior Living Communities, including the Gallery at Port Orange, the Springs of Park Hill and Orange City, and the Azure of Palm Coast. Learn more about our communities, signature programs, and the lifestyle options available to you by calling one of our properties or online at CivitasSeniorLiving.com. You're thinking of selling your home and selling by owner. Would you go into a courtroom representing yourself? You want the best, most skilled professional to represent you in this situation. You want the same for the sale of your most valuable asset. I'm Scott Steger. You may know me as that bald guy. 
Our professional agents will show you how we get the most money for your home. Exit Real Estate Property Solutions, 386-402-7909 or visit ExitReps.com. That's E-X-I-T-R-E-P-S.com. Twenty twenty showed us just how uncertain life can be, and the year brought some major changes for so many. Do your will, estate plan, and last wishes still meet your needs? Aiken Law can help answer your questions and make any updates that may be necessary. Take charge in 2021 and get an estate plan review. If you don't already have an estate plan, now is the time to get all those documents in order. Sherry Aiken can help you take care of your affairs by advising you on the necessary steps to carry out your final wishes, help you put those plans in place, and ensure you have all the necessary documents in order and up to date. Phone and video appointments are available. Call Aiken Law at 386-738-5599 or visit them online at aiken-law.com. That's A-K-I-N-L-A-W.com. Great sounds. And we are back, focusing this Wednesday morning on elder law. We are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Miss Sherry, for folks that are tuned in this morning, if they want to reach out, maybe they've got some questions for you. What's a good way for them to get in touch with you? Well, they can give me a call over in Deland at 386-738-5599 or email me at radio at Aiken, and that's A-K-I-N hyphen law, L-A-W dot com. So just before the break, we were talking about how important it is to have your documents in order. Um, you know, it, it's a matter of, of protection for yourself, for your loved ones. And what does that look like for someone that is beginning the process brand new? Regardless of your age, it's important that you have several pe- you know, several documents that really I consider as, as critical parts of an estate plan. One, of course, is a will. And a will directs where your assets go if you die, when you die. The other documents are probably even more important, and these are documents that relate to things that might happen during your lifetime. That is your power of attorney or durable power of attorney, um, a d- appointment of a healthcare surrogate, someone to make medical decisions for you, and then, if you are inclined, a statement with respect to your wishes as to long-term um, uh, life-sustaining treatment. And so these are the documents, especially the power of attorney and the healthcare surrogate that are important that, uh, you know, ideally we have PS, we talk to clients, we want you to sign these documents and put them away. And it is our goal that you never, ever have to use them, but we can't get them. You know, if you become, if you're in a situation where you need somebody to help take care of you or manage things for you, if what during a period, whether it's a short term or a long term uh, period of illness or disability, you know, we can't, again, have you sign things because you have to have capacity to sign these documents. And so it's, you know, one of those situations where we say it's, it's too late. And often we have families call, you know, well, my, my mom needs a power of attorney, but mom has, you know, you know, fairly advanced Alzheimer's. So mom can't sign these documents because mom doesn't know what it is she's signing. She doesn't appreciate the legal nature of these documents. So we can't have her sign these things at this point in time. And at that point, again, especially dealing with finances and stuff, your only 
um, recourse is guardianship, which again, we've talked about on this program before, is a, pr- a process that is important, but it's very invasive. And you know, nobody that's been involved in it, regardless of where they came from or what has been satisfied with the process. So, Outline for our listeners the difference between a healthcare surrogate and a power of attorney because they aren't one in the same. Right. Well, a power of attorney is generally a document where you, under the Uniform Power of Attorney Act, designate somebody else that you give the authority to do things that you could do. And the durable part is the part that allows that person to continue to have that authority to do those things, even if you lack it yourself. So, and you're unconscious. If you're unconscious, you don't have really the authority to sign stuff because you're unconscious. Um, but the person under a durable, your agent under your durable power of attorney or your attorney, in fact, under your attorney, um, your durable power of attorney can continue to do those things for you. And therefore, no one has to go to court to get court authority to do these things for you. Uh, a designation of healthcare surrogate is somebody that you designate if you become unable to make healthcare decisions to make healthcare decisions for you. And these are not just life or you know, end of life decisions. These are just you know, medical decisions. And so typically we see that a power of attorney deals more with finances, your stuff, you know, signing your bills, paying your taxes, uh, investigating things about your your things and your liabilities and stuff like that. Whereas the healthcare surrogate is very specifically a document that relates only to medical decisions. Some of our listeners may come from states that have a healthcare power of attorney in Ohio they have a healthcare power of attorney. So it's kind of the same thing. We just call it something different here under our statute. We are focusing this Wednesday morning on elder law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be back with more. You're listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. You have plenty of choices. Thanks for choosing us. It's my station. The stations of WSBB. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Don't let damages slow you down. In-N-Out Cell Repair in Edgewater delivers fast, affordable, high-quality repairs for your phones, laptops, even tablets, too. Cracked screen, water damage, from buttons to batteries. The experts at In-N-Out have you covered. Need a replacement part? How about the latest in accessories? Want to upgrade and save cash, too? Be sure to check out the huge selection of refurbished items, all at the best possible prices. And with the fastest service around, In-N-Out will have you In-N-Out in no time. Open Monday through Saturday, 2327 South Ridgewood Avenue in the Pelican Cove Shopping Plaza, Edgewater. Call 386-410-5872. That's 410-5872. You're watching what you eat and you're exercising, but that stubborn fat, you know the fat I'm talking about? It's still there. Well, don't give up. You just need a little boost from Prime IV Hydration and Wellness. The Skinny Drip encourages the body to break down fat stores. It suppresses your appetite and increases lean muscle mass with their proprietary blend of B-complex vitamins, B12, and fat-burning amino acids. For more information, schedule an appointment at your home or even office. Visit PrimeIVHydration.com or call 386 428 4848 and get primed. Prime IV Hydration and Wellness, located on Canal Street in historic downtown New Smyrna Beach and Granada Boulevard in Ormond Beach. 
Hey, guess what? Did you know that you can get all your fall cleaning done with one company that's been in town for more than 25 years? That's right, folks. Kim's Cleaning Service. That's cleaning with a K. 423-9134. Once again, the number is 423-9134 for Kim's Cleaning Service. And we are back. We have been focusing this Wednesday morning on elder law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Miss Sherry, if folks want to reach out and get in touch with you, tell them how they can go about doing that. Yes, again, they can give me a call in Deland at 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com or stop in to see us. Our offices are located just west of downtown Deland at 600 West New York Avenue. We've been talking this morning about how important it is to have certain documents in place and what what that might look like for someone if they're just starting this process. You mentioned before the break how important it is to have a will. What do you say to someone if they come to you and say, "Mm, I don't think I need a will. I don't really have anything. Well, if you have anything, you should have a will. And it's important that you, you know, whatever it is you have is important to you and you want those assets to pass to the right people. And if you don't have a will, then there's a statute that says where those assets are going to go. And if you have um, relationships that are not necessarily legal, legal relationships, like you're, you know, you have a long-term partner, but you're not married. Um, you have a relationship with somebody who is not related to you, I mean, blood related to you, but you treat them or you feel like they're your daughter or your son. Um, you know, people who are close to you, but they are not legally, they don't have a legal connection to you. We call them legal strangers. It's important that you have a will so that assets go to them. Because if you don't have a will, regardless of you've got somebody who um, you, you regard as, as a daughter and you die, and um, but she's not your daughter, you haven't adopted her, she's not your child, then that person's not going to get anything. You know, it can go to people who are relatives that, that don't even know you exist. I mean, we've got an estate right now where we're dealing with, you know, like cousins, second, third related, you know, to the point where half of the estate's going to go to the paternal side of the family and half of the estate's going to go to the maternal side. And we're still working on finding people on the paternal side. So, oh whereas, my but whereas we know that these individuals had people who were much, who were, you know, closer to them, you know, active in their daily lives, that if they had had a will, those people would benefit, but, but they didn't have a will. So, and, and, you know, you see that more and more where maybe there is a long-term partner, they haven't been married and it, it doesn't occur to folks that that partner is not going to automatically get things when right. you leave. Right. They have I mean, no legal they right. They regard them as, you know, and now, of course, you know, with same-sex marriages now being legal and, and all that, and uh, th- that's one of those benefits of, of, of being married and what was denied to, um, to uh, you know, a segment of our population for a very, very long time. But again, if you don't get married, you don't get that. You don't get those those added protections. And so... It's and, and what we on, honestly what we see a lot of now is a lot of single adults with no children, who's you know either have no siblings or maybe one sibling who's pre who's predeceased, uh, so don't have parents. Or they, so mm-hmm. they uh, we see a lot of people who don't have 
extended families. You know, we're dealing with cousins or cousins of cousins, and you know, my yeah, somebody gave me a, a, a family relationship the other day. It was funny, but it was basically my my cousins, husbands, brother-in-laws. <laughs> I mean, it was it was one of those things where you know you re, you needed it was it was it was really kind of humorous because it was my it was my cousins, husbands, sisters, brother-in-laws mother or something you know it was kind of gotta write that down yeah yeah (laughs) way far out there so bottom line you know somebody who's really really not related to you so so it's important that we have if you know if you've got somebody you know in your life that's like that that you that you want to benefit yeah you need to have a will conversely if you don't but you have a charity you have you know a cause a something that you are very passionate about Uh, a lot of people in our community are very passionate about animals Uh, if you want charities to inherit from you the only way charities get your money is if you give it to them again in a will so those are things that are really really important but let's not all, but again let's go back to the the power of attorney i i get people come in all the time and says well i'm the executor under mom's will how do i help her well mom's very much alive right now today i'm like well i don't care that you're the executor under her will she's not dead yet you have no authority to do anything unless you have a power of attorney oh well she never signed one of those so, but I might be, but I'm the executor under a will. I said, and when she passed away, yeah, we, we can, we can work with that. But right now today we can't. And, and conversely, you were the power of attorney. Mom dies. That power of attorney doesn't have any value anymore. You know, you can't do anything with that mm-hmm. anymore because the power granted by that power of attorney died with mom. So if you've got a power of attorney, don't keep going after the person dies. So what are some of the responsibilities of an executor? What 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 does an executor do? Executor's then? job is to assemble the assets, determine the the legally payable bills, to pay those bills, and then to distribute the assets to the heirs of the decedent or you know the the beneficiaries under a will. That's really the very limited job of a be- of a personal representative. And typically this is a fairly short period of time. Um, the courts like us to have be done within a year. So and when we try, you know, in our office to be done within six months, but um, absent, you know, complicating factors and stuff like that. It's the point is it's, it's not a long duration. You're not responsible for assets or dishing them out or doling them out to people over a period of time. It's like you, you figure out what you've got, figure out what the bills are, you know, v- v- validate those bills pay them and then whatever's left then that's when you give to the heirs and then you close the estate and you're done so it's a very limited period of time and again it's not the will that gives you that authority it's the court order under the will that gives you the authority so you don't just grab the will when somebody dies and starts to run off and do stuff you gotta go probate good conversation today miss sherry one more time before we have to let you go and sign off tell folks how they can reach out and get in touch with you just give me a call over in deland 386-738-5599 we have been focusing this wednesday morning on elder law talking with sherry aiken of the aiken law firm in deland we will be back again next wednesday do this all over again same place same time we've got to make way now for cbs news it's coming up at the top of the hour and then we'll get you right back to more of the very best music to get you through this wednesday do make it a great today